Welcome to the Selfless Syndrome Show, where we help women executives and entrepreneurs balance their hormones and get their energy back by breaking with convention. This is the show where we go beyond asking, how do I treat my symptoms? And instead examine, how do I truly heal, transform my hormones and change my life? We are here to bring you the outside the box ideas, interviews and action steps focused in the areas of health, relationships and our career all three of which have a huge impact on our hormones. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. I'm your host, mentor, coach, entrepreneur, and best-selling author. I am also a wife, mom and stepmom to four boys and a furball, and I am a woman whose own life experience and journey from hormonal chaos to hormonal harmony has led to me helping other women break with convention and find the tools they need to not just survive hormonal imbalances, but thrive. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today we are on episode 208, which still amazes me. And I realized that we actually hit our three-year anniversary earlier this month. So this would have been last week, which is awesome and cool and all the things. And on today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit of my own journey and inspire you in your own around what is known as your zone of genius. And I first kind of heard about what this thing is called the zone of genius through Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap, which I've talked about quite a bit on the show. It's one of those books that has literally changed my life every single time I've read it. And I've read it (laughs) quite a few times at this point. But one of the things that was somewhat lacking, I would say, is or was his explanation of what your zone of genius is. And so zone of genius for the last couple of years really has been this like elusive thing of like, what is my zone of genius? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? Where do I feel? And to give you some context, like what the zone of genius is, is where time stands still and you're in flow is a way to describe it. And just things are moving and fun and you're not really worried about, you know, there's no drag on your energy. It's where your energy is really feeling great. Let's, let's put it that way. And a couple of weeks ago, one of my clients just shared a book and a podcast that she came across. The book is called the six types of working genius. And the podcast is called the working genius podcast, both great resources. And I'm going to share my own experience from this because I like binged the whole book on audible because I listened to things on 2x speed and was just so inspired by it. I ended up, they also have an assessment that you can take for 25 bucks. So I just did that to be like, someone tell me what my working zone of genius is. And their whole thing is that we have, you know, the model that this group came up with, they actually came up with it. The book is about the story of how they came up with it. And it came about because their CEO and leader was always super grouchy. And so they just finally sat down and were like, what's going on? Like, you shouldn't hate being at work this much. And they ultimately came up with these, you know, everyone has six, there are, not everyone, there are six types of working genius. And this is like the idea of what it takes in terms of the working world for an idea to like come into being and then get created into a finished product. And so there's six of these things. I'm gonna summarize this for you and then kind of just share a little bit of my own journey in this experience because I think it's super fascinating, super interesting. And this is for, like who this is for, if you're like, should I be listening to this, is 
you know, if you're in a place where you're not feeling like you're really connected to your passion and purpose or like work is draining you or you're facing burnout, like this can give you a whole lot of not just insight, but actionable, attainable things that you can do to start to pivot or shift, which is something that I'm going through right now. So what the six working genius types are is there. The first is wonder, like first before anything can come into creation, someone has to ask the question and wonder about it, right? It's like that big picture, like, I wonder what would happen if this, you know, kind of the people in the clouds. My son is one of these. Um, after wonder becomes invention. And so that's where like we wonder the thing and we're like, oh yeah, we could, you know, the what's the thing that we could do to answer or solve that question, right? Discernment is the next next one and that is around like is this actually going to work does this make sense is this a viable project idea whatever then we have galvanizing which are the people who are like Woohoo, we're doing this thing like after it's been discerned it's like yeah and they're gonna get everybody on board and you know have them all pumped up and ready to go and from there we have the what they call the enablers, um, which I think they're still trying to decide if that's the term they want to use or not. But those are the people who are like happy to come along and get the work done, right? Like just like, woo, we're gonna do this as a group and let's go. And then the last piece is tenacity, which is actually pushing the thing to the finish line. And so a lot of this is very, you know, the the terms are are coached in like project, if you will, but what they found is that everybody has two of those six that are in their zone of genius, two that are in their zone of competency, and two that are in their zone of frustration. And so in the case of the CEO who figured all the, his group figured all this out, what they realized is that he was spending a significant part of his day in his zone of frustration, which is galvanizing people. And like that was not in his zone of genius at all. And so it just drained his energy and made him super grouchy. And I went through this and, you know, looked at my stuff and they've come up with, like, if you take the assessment or listen to the podcast, they've done different pairings and kind of explain what the pairings of, you know, your zone of genius would look like versus your zone of competence and zone of frustration. And to be honest, this is one of those things that, you know, floored me in a huge way and then allowed me to access so much freaking energy. Like I have been in such a good mood. I am just on this path of like, feeling amazing and awesome and loving what I'm doing because I realized I've spent the majority of my career at first as a chiropractor, but all of it as, a, as an entrepreneur. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur all the time, but an entrepreneur in the service-based world, first doing chiropractic and then doing coaching and also owning and running a business on that. And what I realized when I took this assessment is that all of that stuff, the majority of what I've done has actually been in my zone of competence or in my zone of frustration. And one of the really hard things that I faced as an entrepreneur is, and I was talking with someone about this recently, but we have this picture of what a CEO is supposed to look like, right? Or what a business owner is supposed to look like. And they tend to be like the drivers, like the very direct communicators, like, you know, don't waste my time and, and kind of command that respect from people. And that is not my natural state. <laughs> that is, that is, you know, not, I, my zone of frustration is galvanizing and tenacity, which means that, and where I, my zone of genius is, is actually an invention and discernment. And so I like have lots of ideas and great, you know, things that I want to do and, and put together and I'm constantly creating stuff. And I love living there. Like I get so much energy from that, 
but because I'm solo right now, and even when I had a team, I didn't necessarily understand that I needed to hire in two people who were just going to get the thing done and like get other people excited about it. And this was just very eye-opening. And so my zone of competence is more in being like a super supportive enabler, bringing some wonder. And also like, I'm just kind of like the happy-go-lucky, like, yeah, let's all work as a team and, and get things done. And I led my my business and my first business from that place. It's like the, you know, very humble, reluctant to take any credit. Like that was very much how I've always shown up in my life and to recognize and it, the, your zone of competence, it's not necessarily, it does deplete your energy just more slowly than the zone of frustration. And, you know, for me, it was very just shocking to recognize and have my eyes open to that I have lived most of my life, even as a kid, from my zone of competence because it's what felt comfortable and it's what you know i think on some level we have this subconscious programming that that's what we're supposed to do that things are supposed to look a certain way like i i challenged myself so much having and running a team and that was one of the things that i really struggled with when i had a team and in my chiropractic practice you know i had a team of 12 at one point was like i absolutely hated managing people and motivating people. And um, and I told them like, I'm not gonna micromanage you. So I was not that boss. And I think I, I did a fairly good job of hiring people who were self-sufficient, but there was still a lot that I had to do that was in my zone of frustration and just, it burnt me out really. And, you know, to now stand in this, this place and look at even with coaching, and this is like a big thing for me to admit on this podcast, right? Cause I've, I've built this whole coaching business and I've been doing this for two years and it's not that it's wrong or bad or, or that I'm going to completely stop doing that, but I recognize that it's in my zone of competence. And what is actually one of the things that's in my zone of genius is speaking. It's why I love this podcast so much. It's actually, you know, I have this journey with, with public speaking of it. It's very ironic, I, I think, in a lot of ways, because I've, I've always been super shy. I was like, when I was my son's age, he's just about 10, I was making my little brother like go order things for me because I didn't want to talk to people. It scared the crap out of me. And when I was in chiropractic school, I happened to attend a leadership retreat that was put on by the public speaking club on campus. And, you know, this club was like, they were the cool kids, right? Like they were the B, what we call the BFDs, the big freaking deals on campus and everybody knew them and they were just like out there and they put on this amazing retreat. And I remember sitting in the audience of that retreat and there were probably like 30, 30 of us who would go up to the mountains to a house up there and, and spend the weekend just working on leadership stuff. And these guys led it. And I remember watching them up there and I was just like, I'm gonna be up there next time. And it scared the crap out of me and I wanted to vomit and I didn't wanna tell anybody, but I did. and. Lo and behold, I joined the club and very shortly after joined the executive board. And at the next retreat, I was up there speaking in front of you know the group. And that really launched me into doing something that I'd forgotten, honestly, because you know, we get lost in the paths of life and and you know the paycheck or the the degree or like this. There's all these excuses we have, right, for why we stay stuck and keep ourselves from doing what we really actually love and what lights us up and i just recognized this this week and so it's been like this whole you know sequela of just like things clicking together where i realized that you know rather than doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and, and a lot of the stuff that i've been doing like i want to lead workshops and seminars and i want to be on stages and i want to be a professional speaker and like all of those things are things that light me up and just have me so excited 
And I literally have had so much energy the last probably two weeks that the shift has been happening for me where it's like I wake up excited and I've got things on my plate that I'm super excited to do and I'm actually getting them done because I'm excited about it and like so ready to step into this new chapter for myself. And just, and it's not like a huge pivot, like everything I've done up to this point in my life has led me to where I'm at, but it was getting like, and I had this experience one day of just getting back in touch with things that really used to light me up. Like one of them was we happened to go rent skis from a ski shop in town because my son had outgrown everything that we had um, that was close enough to his size. So we went and rented cross country skis. And I used to work in a store like that back in Vermont. And it was just like bringing up all this nostalgia. And it's like, I've been reconnecting to pieces of myself that I had lost in the chaos of life in, you know, living and, and working from a place of what it's, what I th thought it was supposed to look like, you know, in things that are fun being something that you do as a side project and not necessarily what you do as, you know, your, your career. And what I want to leave you with and, and just challenge you to start thinking about like, hey, just check out the book or the podcast or take the assessment. It's 25 bucks. You know, if any of this speaks to you and you're in that place of, of you know, wondering like, is this really it? <laughs> like, is this, is this how I'm supposed to be doing life and, and experiencing work? Like we spend so much of our lives working. And I don't know when it became a thing to just have that be something that's not fun, that's draining, that, you know, puts us in a bad mood, that, that zaps our energy and all these things. And a lot of times, maybe it's not much that needs to shift or pivot or, you know, there's a lot of to be said with the six working genius types to, to actually bring it into a team and an organization but it's available to you. Like it didn't take much. And now that I'm on this trajectory, it's like, holy crap, like why didn't I realize this sooner? And a lot of times it's, we just need to be in the space to pick our heads up and look around and be like, oh, that's the thing that really lights me up and, and brings me energy and is inspiring and all of that. So with that, I challenge you to really look at your self and your career and, and your journey and how you show up in your life and if it's not from a place of like, I, I honestly have never experienced this just like, woo, like I am ready to go in the morning. It's, you know, like probably since I was a little kid, even if then it's, I've always been drained and, you know, trying to stifle myself. And I find it hilarious because I'm very soft-spoken and my husband is, you know, constantly, he's partially deaf and <laughs> constantly like won't get it checked out. But I, I say that jokingly, but it's partially true. Um, you know, so he's always saying, I can't hear you. And so there's all these reasons why being a professional speaker, like, you know, could not, could be a thing that I would shy away from or say, I'm not going to be good enough at or any of that. And none of that is in my space because I just know, like, it feels so right and aligned and I'm so excited about it. And I want that for you. So, you know, my, my purpose in sharing my own journey with this, my own story is, to help inspire you to start looking for those things to connect to that side of yourself to take the flip in this assessment that gives you like answers in less than 10 minutes if you really have a hard time struggling through like figuring out where you are in all of those things and then just allow the door to open to whether it's a pivot or a complete shift from what you're currently doing in work and and really just allowing yourself to be joyful and be excited about what you're doing because i know that I will have far more success, you know, 
financially, like emotionally, physically, mentally, all the things. Uh, since all this has happened, I've been working out almost every day because my body is just like, we feel good and we're gonna, you know, we have energy to burn and we're ready for this. And I want that for every single woman listening to the show because I know many of you are not in that place and that's why you show up here and listen to this stuff. So here's a way to access that, to access your energy again and to start to really connect to yourself in a deep way where you have permission. That was the big thing for me. It was you know, recognizing that I have not given myself permission to actually live in my zone of genius. And just saying that, like I'm honestly tearing up a little bit just saying that because it's, it's sad in a way and it's also freeing to finally be in a place where it's like, oh, I have permission to really be who I'm meant to be and like the impact in the world and all of that stuff that's really important to me. I don't you know, do it for the fame or the money or any of that. I'm here to make a difference for all of you who listen to the show and millions of women who I haven't met yet. And just what has opened up in that vision and, and that future looking at, you know, making the stage a much more significant, like the most significant part of how, what I do is humbling and inspiring and all the things. So I should just want to share that with you all this week and, you know, reach out to me if you have questions. There's um, at the end, there's, I, I set up something called speak pipe where you can actually leave me a message. So it's speakpipe.emergent dot com backslash emergent women i believe but the the link is in the show notes if you need it so you can reach out through there you can find me on linkedin is where i hang out the most um and if you're not on there just send me an email that's dr alex at emergent women coaching.com i am more than happy to talk through this stuff this stuff inspires me and i love it and you know wherever you're at in the journey or if you need resources i'll put links to the book and to the podcast that i mentioned as well but you know i'm here for you so absolutely reach out and just know that I'm cheering for you. I hope this serves you in some way, inspires you. And I can't wait to see what you shift or pivot into if you're not currently living in that place of your zone of genius. We'll see you next week. As promised, and in the spirit of February and self-love, I'm going to be hosting a brand new free workshop called Love Yourself with Food. Break through restrictive diets and build your own food roadmap. This is going to be happening live on February 18th, which is a Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time or 2 p.m. Eastern time. That is 10 a.m. Alaska time and we'll be on Zoom. Together, we will be helping you create your own food roadmap that is not only unique to you, but has that missing ingredient of self-love in there as well. So to register, go to emergentwomencoaching.com backslash love hyphen yourself. Again, that is emergentwomencoaching.com backslash love hyphen yourself. And I will see you on the 18th. Thank you so much for tuning into the Selfless Syndrome Show. It is for listeners like you that I continue to show up every week to share new ideas, interviews, and action steps on getting your energy back and balancing your hormones unconventionally. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. You can do this on whatever platform you are joining us from. This helps us continue to grow and reach even more women around the world. Also, while I love showing up and sharing my deep thoughts with you, I'd also love to know what questions you have and would like answers to. You can visit www.speakpipe.com backslash the selfless syndrome show and leave me a message. 
I will answer your question on an up-and-coming Q&A episode. Again, that's www.speakpipe.com backslash The Selfless Syndrome Show. You can also find me hanging out most often on LinkedIn, where I publish a weekly newsletter called The Selfies Chronicle. I look forward to hearing from you in either place. Until next time, continue breaking with convention and taking action one step at a time. Thank you.